Police departments across the North Country have a month to submit their reform plans. And they're all over the map. Some are done. Some are still in progress. The whole process was triggered by last summer's protests over systemic racism in policing. In one North Country village, a reform committee nearly dissolved because some of its members said race, the whole reason they were there, was being glossed over. And that's today's story of the day. Story of the Day is supported by Champlain College Online, helping New Englanders advance their careers with certificates in business, cybersecurity, IT, and healthcare. Champlain.edu slash New England. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Thursday, March 4th. First up, the North Country is receiving thousands of doses of the coronavirus vaccine. And the state-run sites in Plattsburgh and Potsdam and county clinics from Jefferson to Warren counties have lots of open appointments. All those eligible, people 65 and over, essential workers, and people with disabilities and with comorbidities are strongly encouraged to sign up. Offices for the Aging are helping older adults register for their COVID-19 vaccine. Michelle Breen is the director of Franklin County's Office for the Aging. To date, we've we've registered over 500 um, people. We are seeing so many that don't have internet access or the ability um, to register online. So it's kind of all hands on deck once something opens um, to register as many people as quickly as possible. If you are 65 plus and having trouble signing up for a vaccination slot, call your county's office for the aging. They'll help with registering for an appointment, getting paperwork together. They can even arrange transportation if that's needed. And if there are not immediately open slots, you'll be put on a waiting list. We'll just put your name on the list and get you um, an appointment as soon as possible. So call us. We're here to help. Absolutely. As slots at state sites, local pharmacies and pop-up clinics become available, the offices will get back in touch. Some major pieces of legislation are moving their way through Congress. They include an almost $2 trillion COVID relief package, a police reform bill, and a voting rights bill. North Country Congresswoman Elise Stefanik voted on party lines against all three. Emily Russell reports. The police reform bill is named after George Floyd, a black man who was killed by police last year. The bill bans chokeholds and racial profiling. It also gets rid of qualified immunity, which would mean an officer could be held personally accountable if they violate someone's rights. Congresswoman Elise Stefanik voted against the bill. In a statement, she said that getting rid of qualified immunity, quote, poses a grave danger to law-abiding police officers. Stefanik also voted on party lines against the massive COVID relief package. She cited a handful of reasons for doing so, including the minimum wage increase and that undocumented immigrants could qualify for stimulus checks. Finally, this week, Stefanik opposed a Voting Rights Act aimed at expanding Americans' access to the polls. Stefanik said in a statement it included, quote, dangerous measures like mail-in voting and accepting absentee ballots after Election Day. All three pieces of legislation are now awaiting action in the Senate, where they face stiff opposition from Republicans. Emily Russell, North Country Public Radio. In Potsdam, 
the police advisory committee is back at work. It wasn't clear how the group could continue after the resignation of its only black members in December. The reorganized group is now seeking public input through a survey. Celia Clark reports. The reassembled group doesn't include the two black people who resigned. One is Professor John Youngblood of SUNY Potsdam. Since he resigned, he's still been involved, helping to develop the survey. Youngblood praised it during the group's most recent meeting. I'm pretty proud of that survey, to be honest with you. Um, We needed to put together something to figure out what's going on here. Jen Baxtron is the other black person who resigned. She criticized the survey for not asking specific questions about racism and bias treatment towards black people by the police department. Baxtron wrote in a Facebook post that the problems can't be fixed if those questions are never asked. Governor Cuomo mandated that all police departments review their policing practices and create plans to address racial disparities. He did that in response to protests last summer following the killing of George Floyd by Minneapolis police. Youngblood criticized Potsdam's police department and the committee for avoiding the main thing they were supposed to talk about. With all that's going on about race right now in our society and we're saying nothing about it? We don't condemn white supremacy? And we make the vulnerable black person in the room say it? Where are the allies? Another member of the committee was more optimistic than Youngblood about the regrouping. Village trustee Alexandra Jacobs-Wilkie, who's white, told me this week that the group had to pause to learn more about racial injustice and to make sure everyone agreed on the committee's next steps. We went through a long period of doing that very hard work of community engagement and, and listening and hearing each other and educating ourselves on issues related to racial justice. Wilkie says the survey isn't just for full-time Potsdam residents. Absolutely anyone who has ever interacted um, with the Potsdam Police Department or even just resides or has resided or visited Potsdam, New York, and um, has impressions regarding our um, community security, safety, and our public engagement with these public servants. Wilkie says the survey is only a beginning. The committee will continue in some form after the April 1st deadline. The final report hasn't been completed, but she knows one suggestion that will be in it. Be a recommendation to create some sort of citizens advisory board for the police department to continue to move all of this work forward. The plan will be finalized on March 24th and then shared with the public. Celia Clark, North Country Public Radio. We have more news all the time on our website, ncpr.org. Music today by Tim Elifritz of Johnsburg and Jaeger of Canton. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.